What's shaking cats and kittens? This is your boy Rob Lee from Mastermind Team's Robcast here for Forge Deedery. You've heard us talk about Forge a lot on the show before, but here's the thing about Forge Deedery. Every ingredient is super fresh and maybe even forged from the woods that day. That's how executive chef and owner Chris Amendola gets down. A creative menu and hyper-seasonal produce combined for an unforgettable dining experience. Forged Eatery is located on 3520 Chestnut Avenue in Baltimore. Make your reservation today and tell them Rob Lee sent you. Welcome to a brand new episode of Mastermind Team's Robcast. I am Rob Lee, and with me, Dandy. <laughs> so, man, uh, we're we're back. We got um, we got news stuff. We got um, a few different things. I think as we've all been kind of stuck inside, right? We. Mm-hmm. We take a dive back into old stuff. Um, on occasion, we'll look at maybe TV shows we used to watch, maybe cartoons we used to watch. I know that's what I've been doing. Oh, absolutely. I know I um, I started watching uh, more Power Rangers stuff. Well, stuff that I've never watched before, but still, it's, you know, it's all the stuff that we came up on. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I like to do is go back and look at stuff that, I guess was maybe for adults or maybe either it was for adults or it was just like super weird. So in this search, I was just like looking up, like, you know, you want to like watch a good sci-fi TV show or something along those lines. Yeah. And I came across this list from Looper, not Ranker this time, but Looper. And uh, they had a list of nineties TV shows with the most bizarre premises. I I already like the sound of this. And I, I believe we've seen most of these. Uh, so oh, I mean, I'm sure we have. <laughs> and I think a lot of them are on um are on this is from a little while ago. This is actually from May, but okay. you know, it's just like something that was just there and I'm like, let's revisit these a little bit. I like it. So Twin Peaks. Now, that recently had a bit of a revival that was on um I think Showtime. And it wasn't yeah. really that good of a revival, but the 1990 series and it came out in april of 1990 the original friggin like david lynch show right um with i think mark frost who maybe worked with another entry on his list mm-hmm. the x-files is the second entry i believe he'd worked with the x-files okay i don't know if he was a writer but i think he was with the x-files in some capacity mm-hmm. and you know you start like just imagine like someone going there like hey i got this new tv show idea and they just pitch hey there's a murder in the very beginning. We don't know what happens. Also, <laughs> we want to do this other show where it's, you know, will they, won't they? It's a man. It's a woman. They're FBI agents. We don't really know how old they are, but aliens are involved. I, I just want to know what these pitch meetings look like in the 90s. And, right. But, oh, no, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, like, I'd yeah. love to know that shit. And I, and I feel like, like, what was it, Don Simpson? Don Simpson worked with uh, Jerry Bruckheimer. It's like in the movies, what have you. Okay. He, apparently he had a big Coke problem and he, he's dead as a result. But I'm just thinking mm. like, this is after like the eighties. So like 1990, early nineties, mm-hmm. that's still pretty much late eighties. So people are bringing their Coke habits into the nineties. So you can just see it. Just people coming in there, just erratically rubbing their teeth and shit. So I got this fucking idea for a show. We're going to do this. <laughs> I was like, can you tighten the fuck up? Just a, just a lot of Jewish dudes with Coke. Um, 
<laughs> this, this this is one that is probably the weirdest and i didn't watch it but i've heard of it and i'm looking at the picture it has um it's baywatch nights <laughs> Wait, they they had a nights like yeah. was it a detective sexier than baywatch thing i've ne- i swear to god i've never heard of this so in the spring of 1989 uh tv audiences were blessed with the glorious seaside camp fest known as uh, baywatch starring david hatzelhoff as mitch buchanan the series follows a team of la county lifeguards as they dive headfirst into hard-hitting stories like stopping an amateur fire breather from burning down the lifeguard tower and inadvertently falling in love with murderers the show wound up being successful enough that it got a spinoff in 1995 Baywatch hmm. Nights, which is a take on a ridiculous premise of crime fighting lifeguards to a whole <laughs> new level. Uh, Baywatch Nights follows uh, Garner Ellerby, uh, Gregory Allen Williams, he clearly was a black dude, a police sergeant turned private detective who starts a business with Mitch and Detective Ryan McBride, Angie Harmon. The first season was pretty uh, standard stuff, and then the ratings dipped, and the show took a sharp left into X-Files territory, mm. replacing Gardner with a paranormal expert, uh, Diamond, Diamond. So it's Diamond with a T instead of a D at the end. Uh, mm. Teague, played by Dorian Gregory for season two. From there, fast food drug deals and mob kidnappings are replaced with Haitian voodoo cults, vampires, and gelatinous sea monsters. The Supernatural update did little to solve the show's viewership issues, though, and it was canceled after its sophomore season. Turns out ripping off a show like The X-Files is not uh, good when it's your direct competition. <laughs> that shit is oh, insane. Man. I'd like to also believe that New York Undercover kind of killed them in the ratings, too. You know, when you want some gritty detective stuff, that was the show you went to in the day. Well, in the 90s, I should say. Yeah, I, I don't I think they were still campy. I think they went from a complete tone shift from being campy, kind of like that regular Baywatch, but with detectives to mm-hmm. we got sea monsters and vampires now. You know, they could have done a if they were doing sea monsters, they could have brought back the creature from the Black Lagoon. That might have helped the ratings. Maybe just like rubber suit and like swim trunks, like tidy red swim trunks. Ooh, speaking of swim trunks, were they still wearing bathing suits since this is like detectives at night? Oh, no, no. This is like Mitch left. He's, I think, the only carryover from the original Baywatch. Uh, okay. And he's wearing a black. He looks like Michael Knight more than Mitch Buchanan. <laughs> And it's just this one black dude with the like the smoky face. Lou Rawls is one of the guys. I mean, <laughs> fucking Lou Rawls. Um, Nowhere Man is another show that's on this list. Um, photojournalist Thomas Vale's life is turned upside down when in the middle of a romantic dinner with his wife, his, he returns from the bathroom to find that the entire existence has been erased. Holy shit. So someone just like erased this dude. It stars Bruce Greenwood. Hmm. And you might remember him from the 2009 star trek reboot okay he was the original captain that kirk took over for and he's been the voice of batman in pretty much all of the movies in the last like five years nice um this is another one you'll definitely remember because me and my dad used to watch this one mantis Mm. oh my god i miss mantis so much (laughs) dude i just i have at least because you know I don't know about you, but I used to make like junker tapes back in the day with the VHS while I record certain stuff. Mm -hmm. But then of course 
I would record over that stuff with other stuff that was shorter than the original stuff. So you'd cut in on certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I at least have 10 minutes of a Mantis episode that ends with a happy ending where he's like, oh, no one will know. So that so, show used to be awesome. So just in, in, in this, give it give it the a few word premise, like let them know what the show is about, because it's it's out there. Paralyzed man becomes insect, wow. uh, insect inspired crime fighter at night. Yes. And detective, because he was a bit of a detective, but that was the whole thing. He was paralyzed. Then he got into the mantis suit. And boom, he could just kick ass. That's, that's the key word I wanted you to focus on the mantis suit. This is like, it's and like wasn't Iron it just man. the headset? I, I think he had a full suit. It was like oh, Iron really? Man. And it was one of the first black TV um, uh, superheroes. Yeah. Um, I, it, it was like Iron Man, but like low rent. It's like, I'm a bug. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, because I was never a Green Hornet fan. Mm-hmm. I liked Mantis because I was like, he's easily the urban uh, uh, Green Hornet. Because Green Hornet was just like old school detective shit. Nah, we need an anti-hero. That's Mantis. And Although dude, he wasn't really an anti-hero. And this dude was a doctor, too. So that's another thing yep. that says in there. Um, you know, I don't even know what the fuck his name was. I'm going to find his goddamn name because... I can't remember his name either. It's just oh Mantis. My, it's super black. Dr. Miles Hawkins, played by Carl Lumley. That's a good name. That's a strong name. A That's bio- a Batman-style name. A biophysicist who became paralyzed after being shot by a police sniper during a riot. So he was at like a Black Lives Matter thing in the 90s and got shot in the back. Yep. He develops an exoskeleton that offers him mobility and more. Mantis is an acronym. Let's not forget that. I totally forgot that. Yeah, it, it says the biggest day on the fucking like title screen. It's just like period after each one. Mantis <laughs> stands for Mechanically Augmented Neurotransmitter Interactive System. Fuck like that. They did I like it. That one. <clears throat> so he's on a mission to fight crime and corruption and racial issues. Apparently, I mean, I may need to rewatch this because racial issues was a thing. Yeah, dude. Um, if if uh, Comic Con ever comes back, I'm definitely checking the uh, bootleg DVD guy for for Mantis. Oh yeah, uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, which was based on the 1978 cult classic um, uh, film. Let's Dude, see. those films are so ridiculous. They're they so they're such good cheesy B movies, man. Like I love the the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Um, Millennium, which is in the is, is a spinoff, I think, of like X Files. No. Yeah, it was. It was. And they had one Starring the one episode, guy. Uh, Lance Hendrickson. Yes. They had a uh, crossover episode, I believe. And to be brutally honest, I didn't really care for Millennium. I felt like it was, uh, I don't know. I, it got a very Terminator feel to it. I don't know why, but I was like, eh, I like sci-fi better. I don't need to deal with the hell stuff. Yeah, I liked it. I, I kind of liked it as much, um, but... Mm. As a kid, it was something I would not have watched. This came out. This was on for um, three seasons between '96 and 1999. Yeah, I do uh, remember the commercials on Fox. The ending was really fucked though, because they did they, they were supposed to get another season, mm-hmm. and because I think he's like hunting someone that killed his wife or something. That's the thing, something like that. And yeah. it's supposed to be the devil or some shit. So <laughs> the devil. And then the final episode, the devil's at the top of the steps, and it just doesn't come back. They don't nope. come back for the next season. And I was like, just you just fucking shot me. You just got to imagine. I mean, he's the devil. He wins. You're just a man. I'm just going to snap my fingers and you're going to be done. So we have um, American Gothic. No interest in us. Honestly, I had no interest in it either. Skeleton Warriors. I fucking remember this shit. It was fire. I do not. It's a cartoon. And it had the theme. It was like skeleton warriors. And it was just dudes that turned into skeletons, but they <laughs> wore like armor. Like knights. Uh, 
That's interesting. I mean, this could end up being a spinoff <laughs> of that Snapdragons one shot because this shit is a doozy. It was only 13 episodes. Um, I've got to find this. I can't describe this. Show. I won't describe this show. All I know is it says they turn into living skeletons and they five <laughs> spikes. See, that's what's really bothering me. Like your superpower is you're just going to take off all of your, your skin and muscles and you're going to be even weaker than you were with your muscles and as a skeleton. And it's on a special planet called Luminaire. I'm going to move on. Uh, <laughs> VR5. Uh, I had no interest in this. What was it? Uh, VR5. The 19, 1990s had a real hmm. fascination with the idea of virtual reality which still really isn't out there now, right? Um, I was into it. I remember VR5 because it falls in line with Power Rangers and Beetleborgs. Are you talking about VR Troopers? Oh, I thought that's what it was. No, this is a different show. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) snap. Okay, Um, I don't know what this is. Films like 1992's um, Lawnmower Man and Johnny Mnemonic in 1990. um, So 1992's Lawnmower Man, 1995's Johnny Mnemonic, and 1999's The 13th Floor all explore the virtual realm, complete with cutting-edge computer graphics straight out of Tomb Raider. (laughs) Now, uh, (laughs) these kinds of sequences are pretty laughable, but in 1995, they were extremely cool. VR5 is an embodiment of this trend from its uh, dramatic shots of people typing... (laughs) It's cyberpunk visors. Man. People are assholes. Uh, Lori Singer play, uh, stars as Sydney Bloom, a line worker for a telephone company who dabbles in virtual reality. Fuck that. Always. Is all, you, me- you remember in, um, in Heat, I think it was Tom Noonan. He's like, yeah, the internet, man. All this stuff is out there. It's like, how's everyone a hacker? How's everyone a <laughs> fucking hacker? You know how hard it is to code? Right. Um, so... Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, uh, Sydney was a child and her scientist father, always, um, and twin sister died in a tragic car accident. Um, mm. She continues to struggle with um, their passing when she accidentally discovers the ability to tap into other subconsciousness via her own VR world. She can just hack people. That's what this show is about. She can hack people. Sounds a little bit like, you know, Ghost in the Shell, only not as cool, you know? Yes. It's not great. Uh, it only had lasted 13 episodes. Sliders. That was a good one. I like sliders. But that's it, what it, gave us Jerry O'Connor. Yeah, well, Stand By Me did, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in Stand By Me. And he was super chunky, but this gave him uh, this gave us adult him, yes. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with all of these shows, they a lot of these feel like they were like Fox shows. Fox was taking chances. They were... Um, there's oh there's one space uh, show that was on sci-fi. I can't remember the name of it, but I wonder if it's on this list. Uh, we do not have this one. Mm. I watched this. Mm. If you remember this, sir, points. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna really describe these anymore. I'm gonna describe. I'm gonna describe them in simple terms. I'm gonna say the name of this one, and I'm gonna just give mm-hmm. you what it is. The Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Oh my God! That yes, the cows that were cowboys. Yes, and it, it, it's, it, it's a <laughs> cartoon. It's a cartoon. Some, something that made biker mice from Mars infinitely stronger was was that cows as cowboys cartoon because that thing was so lame. It was on for oh my God! The inhabitants were calmatized. I am not reading any more of this. I'm closing <laughs> this out. X that button. It was on from ninety two <laughs> to ninety three for two seasons. Ugh. So, yeah, yeah, no thanks. I remember uh, that, but no, no thank you. I mean, people love doing an anthropomorphic thing. It's like, can we get three to four guys and can we make them something else? Well, we've had shark men, we've had mice men, we've mm-hmm. had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ultimately, mm-hmm. they're the best ones. We have other fish because we have like two other... different fu- fish. We have the fucking, I, yep. watched, I watched the episode of Tiger Sharks earlier, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. 
I, it was terrible. That's the fucking theme. That's how it goes. With the tiger sharks. <laughs> I almost threw my laptop. I was like, what the fuck is this? I want to watch it just for the theme song. It's god awful. It's on YouTube. You will not be disappointed <laughs> in how bad it is. I'm going to be doing that the rest of the day. I hope you know. Yo ho ho in a tiger shark. That's what the fuck it was. <laughs> they did not say yo ho ho. I shit you not. They were in the world of Watero with the big Watero. Yes, this, this is the planet they lived in. And that, the big slam who I worked that in there because that's clearly a character from Street Sharks. Oh, man. I think I have his figure still, by the way. Um, so that's what I have for that little bit of a chunk. Um, I got a few. They, they might be stepping on your food stuff a little bit, but man. I don't know if you have them. They're, they're kind of fucking weird. So I can give those to oh, you. Yeah? You can you can hit your stuff if you want, however you want. Well, do. I mean, I've got a teensy bit of food stuff. Why don't you hit me with your food stuff? Okay. And then we'll go into food stuff. All right, cool, cool. Um, so this is uh, like a week, maybe two weeks ago, but okay. I just thought it was interesting. I don't know what the fuck hmm. KFC is doing. So where have they been at, man? Like I have not. There's none in open in my area, man. It's weird. They've had two major pop culture releases though in the last like month. Really? They had those um those uh, Crocs that sold for like fifty seven grand or whatever. Oh you. yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that and going, "That's ridiculous." I would still never wear Crocs though. But they got the clips. I right? liked it. Never wear it though. Um, so they released a, uh, I don't know how to say this. This is gross. KFC flavored lipstick is said to taste just like hot wings. They released KFC lipstick. Of all the things, hot wings, won't that burn your lips though? Like if you could start to smooch, you know? I, I don't smooch. I don't, I don't have lips anymore. But um, <laughs> so they have fingernail polish, uh, bath salts, and lotions that smell like their food as well as the lipstick. Hmm. I think it smells like it more than it tastes like it. I was going to say, I bet you that lotion breaks you out. Like the 11 herbs and spices were not meant to be put on your skin. No, especially near your crotch. Because I mean, <laughs> you ever have like that dry crotch region? I hate dry inner thighs. I mean, I lotion up, dude. I lotion everything these days. I'm an old man. If your body isn't lotioned up to match the meats that are in a bucket of KFC, that means your thighs, your legs, your breasts, <laughs> and your wings. Those are your arms, humans. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like this could be a boon for some ladies who can't find a, a, a man, you know, like I definitely would gravitate towards a woman who smelled like KFC. Just be like, that, cause that's a conversation star. Like, Hey, excuse me, miss. I don't know if you know this, but you, you smell a lot like KFC. Mm. I, I think I might just go get a bucket. You want to join me? You should and say then that it's differently. Like, dude, the girl leans into the camera. It's like works every time. Wink. Right. Right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's almost like a double mint commercials and shit. Right. <laughs> or Mentos. Like, I feel like it's a Mentos work. commercial with like the chicken leg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, no, this is why that, that that's a, that's a fail that you gotta, you gotta describe that differently. You mean a good looking chick, not a chick that worked behind the fryer all day. And you're like, Hey baby, you smell like KFC. <laughs> Because she smells like authentic KFC. Okay, yeah, we would definitely lose a demographic because, yeah, some people are just like, I'm sick and tired of smelling this all day. KFC, cut the check. Uh, we've talked about you for 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> so let's see. We have um, this is also KFC related. Do tell. So this is as of June, but this is in Russia. And I feel like, again, I think when things are in other places, um, other countries, hmm. it's like, how many weeks before we start getting that shit here? That's the way I look at it. I give it about a month, you know? So, you know, I haven't seen this yet, but I wouldn't be surprised. KFC opened a no, and this is COVID related, a no contact restaurant of the future in Russia. It's just mm -hmm. robots are stuffing your buckets. They're frying your chicken. 
Mm. Yes. That's the future. We're, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's the step we take towards the future where we got animatronics doing stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not against it completely because I like the idea that, that they could program the robots to cook the chicken perfectly, you know, this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. Not against it. But, you don't get but that are you allowed to go in? Is it just a drive-through type thing? Or are you allowed to go into this futuristic wonderland of chicken? They've only touched on the chicken so far in, in this article, um, as okay. far as like the process of cooking it. But I would imagine that it's just like some go-bot just pushes it through a hole. But, I mean, you can't go in there. It's like no extra fried, no fucking wings. It's just this is the bucket. Oh. It weighs this amount because it's a robot. It's going to no. give you everything is going to be uniform. Oh man, yeah, you're right. So you know those lucky things. Let's say if this extends to other fast food, you know those lucky things we used to get of mm. y'all got an onion ring in my French fries. That shit's done. It's gonna be perfect. You're not gonna no, get that lucky fr- that lucky ring. No uh, lie, that happened to me earlier this week with Burger King. I got like two extra onion rings in my fry. It was a good day. See, if this was the robot place, they would kill you. It'd be Ed Two Hundred Nine. <laughs> they would just <laughs> they would make you into an onion ring. It's just. <laughs> breaking but like yeah no dude that's like against asimov's fourth law you know you fry it you you shake and bake mm-hmm. if it didn't shake right then you you're gonna bake a human man it's not right i mean if you fry it you buy it and the thing about it that rhymes it doesn't make any sense though but but that should be i mean you bought it technically they fried it so hey now there's no room for air the place would explode so here's the last thing i had that's kind of this convergence of pop culture and food and it, i guess kind of leans into your your food segment okay. um this is also from Trend Hunter. Um, I just kind of started looking for things. Um, and this is as of um, the end of July. This is um, game character themed menus. Mm. So there's a Pokemon Cafe. I think you may have mentioned this before. And this is, um, they, so they have the menu items. They look like Pokemon. The, the food oh, yeah. items are designed to look just like Pokemon. And I am here for every piece of this. I still, there's one place in New York that does Pac-Man dumplings. I don't know if they still do them, but I like, you know, I want to go there and, and have that experience. Cause I'm such a geek, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, which, I don't know which Pokemon would be like, like tasty, like which Pokemon translates to food, you know, as far as what it looks like, not like y'all need to steam Pikachu roll and shit. There is a long standing debate in the history of Pokemon fans. Like do people, cause there's like evidence that people have cooked Magikarps and things like that for food. Wow. Uh, but it's like, do we eat Pokemon or don't we eat Pokemon? I say we do, uh, but it's selective, you know, like Magikarp and maybe uh, what's his name? Crabbler or King Crab. What's the King? Kingler. Crabbler. Kingler. It's not Crabbler. I know I mean, it's not Crabbler. I would <laughs> eat a Cafable, what have you. <laughs> Clefable. Well, they I, see. I imagine Clefables and Jigglypuffs to taste like uh, marshmallows or maybe Jello. You know, like mm-hmm. Jello with the uh, cotton candy. With the well, I was going to say the Jello with the whipped cream mixed in. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think a Jigglypuff tastes like. I mean, Geodudes are just rock candy, though. Yo, I would not, dude. No, eating Geodudes, they're just boiling rocks, man. You can't eat a Geodude. I don't know. I don't think you could eat a Geodude. You never put a rock in your mouth. But Geodudes, no. I I say that you can't eat Geodudes. Rocks are rocks. A Geodude is a Geodude. Fair enough. So what do you got, dude? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, see, it's funny because we're going in, like, talking about Pokemon makes me want to start out with a little bit of geek stuff. Spin it. Um, So I thought of uh, you and New Challenger with this first one. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I want to give you one word, and then... Okay. Uh, I'll just give you the whole thing or two words, Pokemon go. 
uh, away. <laughs> I wish. Pokemon Go player arrested for assaulting friend. That's what, what was the assault around? I want, I want to hear more of this. Okay. Uh, basically, the quote from from the guy was, "I got pissed because he had gone ahead and took my encampment, which is apparently a thing within Pokemon Go." Yeah. Uh, and that led to, you know, harm, physical Ass- harm. Fifty five year old man uh, called the police. Uh, they rushed to the scene and arrested his name. I think I'm pronouncing this uh, uh, Sato. Uh huh. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, this happened in when? How long ago was this? I know this was like this past week. Yeah, this was as of yesterday in Japan. Fifty-six year old man assaulting another over Pokemon Go. As well, you do. That's, that's what you do. I mean, when someone is when someone's stunting on you, someone's so it was it Saito like S A I T O with an H in there. Okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's it's worthy of assault. Someone's playing me, fucking my game over. <laughs> Get ass whipping. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, of all, I mean, it's Pokemon Go, though. Like, I would understand if it was like the card game or he used punch you know, and it was super effective. Gone wrong. I don't know. It's, oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Uh, so, continuing with the geek stuff for the moment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Rocksteady Studios, right? Makers of the Arkham games. Yes. They have officially announced a Suicide Squad game. I saw that, yeah. Uh, the poster for it is just a crosshair over Superman's head. Um, there was something posted talking about the, I think it's a hashtag or a website. Uh, what is it? Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So my guess at it was correct. I was like, I think this is going to have something to do with them stopping the Justice League, but it's going to be an evil Justice League. Like, it's not going to be the normal ones, I feel, you know? Yeah something happens to the to the heroes of the dc universe that only the suicide squad and maybe a handful of others can handle because i feel like we're if it's rock steady they're definitely going to give us the uh dc lore you know like all the little bits and bobs that you look for in the arkham games sure i would love to see more of that in this yeah but it's actually uh interesting because there's a writer out there uh shout outs to john Parrish. he's the creator of clusterfuck um, we got into a conversation on Twitter where we were like, why can't they do this with like the first TMNT movie? Mm-hmm. How are your feels on that? Would you like to see Rocksteady do a Turtles game that's kind of set in the universe of the first movie? Since that's like the grittiest, I would say, era of the Turtles. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the 1990 movie, it lends itself to being something that's dark. That's probably the closest thing that's to the original run of the comics. So, yeah, I, I would like to see that. Um, I think because of the rights around it. I mean, I would like to see it to answer the question, mm. but the rights around it, Nickelodeon owns the rights to it. They sold that shit off. Oh, so that's right. I Nick, forgot about that. Nickelodeon's not going to allow that shit to happen. No, not especially since the rise of the TMNT is actually doing pretty well. And it looks I terrible. I, dude, I just can't get down with how They're they different all turtles. look. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand that one. Uh, I guarantee you, Peter Laird is uh, having a fit over that one. I finally watched the uh, t- the Turtles episode of the Toys That Made Us. Yeah, yeah, man, good episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but like the whole, like, yeah, Peter Laird. Oh, I bet you he hates whatever they're doing at Nickelodeon right now. The, Guarantee you. No, the only thing with him that came off was like he just wanted that friendship thing, and that's kind of what got sullied once they started making money. 
Oh, dude, that's yeah. Like by the end of that episode, I felt it a little bit like, oh, my God, they're like sort of friends again, like Kevin Eastman. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I liked it. I liked that episode. It was good to get that extra uh, background on it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the Power Rangers one, because you basically get a history in Super Sentai without Mm -hmm. even, you know, knowing what you're getting into. I thought we were just going to talk about toys. Nope. Here's a history on Super Sentai. I absolutely love that shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, Two other quick notes. Uh, did you know Dr. Disrespect returned to streaming recently? Uh, I, outside of the, the notes, no. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, he returned to YouTube. Uh, and of course, he still doesn't know shit about why Twitch banned him. There's no word about t- Twitch ain't saying anything. Um, and of course, d- uh, Disrespect doesn't know anything. And that's what he's sticking to for the time being. He's going to be on YouTube and probably experimenting with Facebook. No mm-hmm. deals have been made with him. However, uh, Twitch went ahead and made a big deal with Shroud. He's another big uh, streamer who went to Mixer mm-hmm. uh, along with a bunch of other guys. And of course, you heard Mixer went under, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I remember AJ Styles was leaving that. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be on Twitch moving forward. Yep. A lot of people went back, but Shroud is like the first one who cut an actual deal with Twitch to stream exclusively on Twitch. And I just love it because uh, in the words of my buddy, uh, his COD name is Stimulus Check. I'll I'll refer to him (laughs) as Stimulus Check. Nice. Uh, In his own words, Shroud is a great gamer and is dull as watching paint dry. Yeah. So, you know, good for him signing a multi-deal. I mean, some of these deals that are just flying out there, like now is the time. Like if people are, you, you almost have a captive audience. And if you're not moving in a direction of whatever, whatever your content is, whether it be streaming, whether it be podcasting, whether it be fucking putting together videos and shit, yeah. if you're not moving towards getting in that place, then you're doing it as a hobby. That's, that's the way people need to look at it. And those deals are just flying out there left and right. Yeah, dude. Well, I had one more thing, and I kind of wanted to pose a question to you because a couple weeks ago, uh, did you hear about the uh, Nintendo Giga Leak? Uh, Maybe in passing, but no, refresh me. Well, some hackers uh, got into Nintendo's whatever it is, their coding, and, you know, just found a file of all sorts of assets that had never been used. Now, you know, normally it's cool because we're getting a bunch of different facts and little, you know, gifts and uh, sprites of things that they just never used. Apparently the Mario Brothers, there are sprites of them flipping people off. Old man Yoshi, <laughs> you know, interesting things. But at the same time, the GigaLeak also released certain types of uh, personal information. Right. And the, they finally got me. Because to me, I was like, nah, in my opinion, this giga leak is a bad thing because it's, you you know, personal information was leaked. And if somebody finds that shit within all this crap that they unloaded, you know, what, what would they do with it? You never know. Sure. Uh, But Hey, it's kind of cool that we got an old man Yoshi Sprite. That's neat. Uh, But they finally got me because I found one thing. I was like, well, damn, that's pretty cool. Uh, It was actually posted. This was like right at the end of July. So I saved it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the leaked things from Nintendo is there was going to be a hockey RPG on the NES. Really? Yeah. Uh, where, where's the year? Uh, well, this is all on Kotaku. If you want to check it out, sure. Uh, it's just I thought it was really interesting. It was 1993. 
Uh, by the time Hit the Ice, which was on the NES, was 1993. And then that was into the SNES generation, according to this article. So really, there wouldn't have been an audience for it because this was like the dying days of Nintendo's original system. But it's cool because it would basically be the first uh, hockey RPG on record, I believe. That, that's an insane premise because sports RPGs, like, how does that work again? Because I'm, I'm looking weird. at the I'm looking at the still for it right now. The uh, the dude that it's like it would make me proud to see you an absolute best for the team. He looks like Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like blonde hair suit, cheap suit. It's fine. He looks like the the standard uh, like 1990s sleazy manager who's like, yeah, I'm going to make you a big time star, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. It's just because, you know, I mean, you've played um, the EA games. FIFA yeah. has the journey. And uh, there's certain elements that definitely fit to make sports RPGs now. But to think that far back, they had plans where it was probably just menus where it's like, do I play the game or do I get into a fight? You know, and it affects the outcome of everything. Do I fuck those hookers or do I play the game? Everything (laughs) is do something you actually want to do versus play the game. That's what it is. Exactly. It's like procrastination. And And that's where we are now because, um, what is it? 2k 2k's, uh, career mode thing has certain things like that. Do I go out and party? Do I keep training? Eh, I'm going to train and I get those extra points. Yeah. I mean, I remember wrestling games had that component in there. They kind of dropped it. I forget which iteration yep. of, um, of a uh, SmackDown it was or uh, WWE, whatever year it was, but they would have like different questions and it would like three options and yep. it would influence where you would go in the storyline. I remember that being on PlayStation and PlayStation two. I want to say, yeah, yeah. Because I definitely loved uh, those eras of the the wrestling games for sure. Because they that's when they also had the the various creative players. So I was always creating mm-hmm. people. Oh yeah, it, it gives you something to captivate. Because ultimately, those types of games, sports games, are like when someone says, "Yo, what games do you play?" It's like I just play simulations. I just play. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, even when I'm playing like Madden in preparation for like the new Madden coming out, yeah, boy. When they, when they give you the option of, do you want to play the whole game or do you want to play offense or defense? I was like, my defense is gonna be trash because they. <laughs> I, I'm so behind when it comes to defense. Yeah. I just play offense and I just like each football game that I play is a fucking shootout. It's like. 53 to 48 and like what the <laughs> fuck i'm like dude, where's my defense did you have any uh jerry i do have a little food stuff nom 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 dom 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 crown city cook all that stuff um so <laughs> I, I i don't know i just like the sound of this my my little header for it move over m&m store because the Sour Patch store is here to stay. <laughs> I I purposely left that out of the stories I was looking at because I was like, Dan's going to grab this one. Someone's going to leave that there for him. <laughs> I don't know, man. It looks, I mean, honestly, would you rather go to the M&M store or the Sour Patch Kids store? The M&M store only for this reason. Hmm. Variety. I am a variety whore. Hmm. There's Plus, a, I mean, it is a cavalcade of chocolate. And you can't go wrong with chocolate. I mean, as long as it, it look, here's the thing, Mars. Sponsor Rob Lee for fucking your, your coffee flavored one. I'm the color of like three of the different M&Ms. You know, mm. it depends on when the light hits me. There's <laughs> one shade of brown, a darker shade. I am not that light one, that mocha one, that one with all the milk. Fuck that one. Get it out of here. But yeah, just say <laughs> this is the Rob coffee blend of our M&Ms and cut the check. Thank you. <laughs> I would be the crunchy orange one. That's who I'd want to be. I'm always the panic stricken one. Like, ah. I feel like you would also be like the crispy one. 
That is, I think that is crispy. The orange I'm, one is I'm, the crispy. I'm going by the color of the bag. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> that's the blue bag, right? Yeah. Yeah, blue bag. I mean, I, I, I recently had the fudge um, brownie one. Mm, how was that? Fart inducing um, is what it was. Really? It's fudge. That's, it's just I wasn't expecting you to say that, dude. I wasn't expecting that, though. It was just shotgun blast. I felt bad for the girl <laughs> face. I was like, look, this is going to be a long ride. And we got stuck in traffic. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I was really not expecting that. Never trust M&M's a, that make you fart. Never trust a purple bag. Mm. Unless it's Crown Royal, don't trust the purple bag. <laughs> Man, it's been forever since I've had Crown Royal. That may have been the blackest thing I've ever said on this podcast. Uh, you said blacker. Uh, but Crown Roll, though. That's the first time Crown Roll's popped up in a podcast. <laughs> oh, you might be part. right about that. Yeah, yeah, Because we usually talk about, like, Japanese whiskey and whiskey in general. And, and beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. pussy, yes. Yeah. But <laughs> Pussy's a type of drink. I, I'm not talking about uh, vulvas and reproductive organs. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You do say the M&M store, but does the M&M store have its own menu? I don't think so. Because apparently the Sour Patch Kids uh, store does where it's well, it's all like desserty treats, but mm-hmm. it's ice cream. There's cotton candy, you know, Sour Patch Kids and everything. I don't know. I a think sh- I would rather go to the Sour Patch Kids. Store. A sherbet one would work really well for Sour Patch Kids. Mm, I'd like that. Like, I feel like I feel like they might have like an Italian ice flavored Sour Patch. But it's not sour. Why do, I, why do I feel like that is that does exist? And if it doesn't, it needs to. Like, what, what, what's the place that sells the Italian ice? The, uh, the, the Rita's. Yeah, I think Rita's has has it. I'll have to investigate this. I've gone all summer without a Rita's, man. I don't understand how I've done it. I've only had one snowball this summer. I feel like I'm disrespecting the culture. That is an all time low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, you could you can just design your M&Ms, but I don't see can that you? they have a menu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. I'm going to get some MTR M&Ms. MTR M&Ms. Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Here you go, motherfucker. All green ones. Just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You Fucking diva-ass Rob. I just send myself some fucking <laughs> I was going to say, what about red and yellows? That would work. That'd be good. Yes, it would. It would be Hulk Hogan yeah. colors, though. Would be. I mean, that, you know, it would invoke... You know, American stuff, because y'all immediately think that song. <laughs> no, the folks be calling people niggas behind the scenes. Oh, <laughs> is no. that not what he did? That's right. He did do that. Okay, no Hulkamania. Hulkamania is over. <laughs> but also, fucking like my best friend's girlfriend. Because <laughs> that's what he was doing in the act. It's like, you're a piece of shit in two ways. Oh, that's right. Then I will lag drop that Eminem. <laughs> I like it. Okay. But no, there's one other food thing I wanted to talk about and it's just gross. Can we can we all just agree that people are starting to get cabin fever and they're just doing way too much stuff on TikTok? Well, TikTok is is dead here now. Is it? Did that officially go under cuz I thought it was still on. I thought it was still going. Well, it's a it's a Chinese company. They're just it's like I guess they're putting parameters around it. Not to kill what uh-huh. you're, you're saying, but pretty much fucking um when Instagram did that update, that's where yeah. Instagram Reels came from. They just ate really? the whole TikTok thing. See, okay, I guess um but well, go for ahead, anyone what's your, what's your well, no, because that's the thing. Anyone that didn't know, you know, the whole president, oh, I don't like blah 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 and TikTok, <laughs> I didn't think he could do that though. Like, I thought it was just business as usual where it's like, yeah, we're TikTok. We're still here. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't really know how far he can do it outside of 
maybe like you know how certain sites like if i put mm-hmm. a vpn i can't yeah. look at certain things on google if i'm listing my vpn as being in china right incognito won't let you look at porn because it's naughty it's so stupid well well yeah but it's i think that's what they did so i think it's some okay. way where it's just like anything that's an ip address that's originating from this area where tiktok is at shadow ban is out. the ultimate voyage right fucking he <laughs> Oranged all over it, and it was just like fuck it. But the thing that Instagram did was just take that shit, and that's where reels came from. They they unabashedly stole it. I was gonna say, have have uh, anybody checked Facebook stock? Has it gone up recently? Because don't they own Instagram? Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say, look at the numbers. Follow the money. Serpentine. I don't know. Wow. But okay, so well, this was posted as of yesterday, so that mm-hmm. made me think. Oh well, the whole thing with TikTok isn't happening. Cloudbread, have okay. you heard of this? I have not. It is a disgusting mixture of egg whites and sugar nope. and cornstarch. Cloudbread. Okay, well, for anyone interested, this is coming off of the takeout. Uh, the article was posted yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a mixture. What do they say? According to Takeout, Cloudbread. it's essentially. Uh, a mixture of egg whites, sugar, and cornstarch whipped to the stiff peaks phase and then baked for about 25 minutes, which uh, the mm. author also likes to point out that's how you make a meringue. Okay, yeah, it, it looks like meringue in some of these pictures I'm looking at. Except by all accounts, people are saying it tastes and smells like rotten eggs. Like there's no, yeah. Like it looks pretty and I'm sure it's kind of like it, it falls in the vein of that genre where it's like, oh, this is a calming, relaxing type video, just kind of watching bread break open, Mm -hmm. you know? But at the same time, I'm like, this is disgusting. (laughs) We need to stop encouraging people to do this. Like, if you look at the article, dude, somebody had posted them baking it, and it looks like a gigantic blob of marshmallow and peanut butter that was mixed together, and I do not like it. Here's the thing. It's a bastardized Easter egg thing, man. You know those big Reese eggs you get at Easter? Yeah, yeah. Looks Here, gross. Looks like someone threw up on one. It's a they, mud dump. They stole the idea of the Japanese pancake. That's how the texture that is. That's the Japanese pancake texture. Absolutely. And the Japanese pancakes do not taste like that. I, I can tell that this is, it looks like a sponge. Right? It looks kind of neat, but in, like as soon as you look close enough, it looks like it's very absorbent. It looks like inst- insulation. <laughs> oh, like i'm waiting to see like the pink panther pop out in like fucking home depot and try to sell me this shortbread strawberry one this shit looks terrible how can we producers this thing dude like i want to sell this to like home depot and lowe's is the all new stucco insulation you put in your walls yeah you just put it in your walls and then you turn the heat on and boom insulation fuck this it's shit. organic and then we get out of town after we make our money you don't worry your walls are going to start rotting F- gross <laughs> you're gonna have rats just fucking doing disco moves in your wall it's gonna be fucking saturday night fever in your wall but with rats no lie as soon as you said that i thought of a john travolta rat in a in a in bell bottoms mm-hmm. or one of the you know the jacket that he wears Mm-hmm. with a paint can <laughs> i, I want to see that scene from i don't remember what movie it is it, it's it's that scene where uh john travolta and jamie lee curtis are both just like air humping and shit it's like i don't know what movie that is i forget the name of it but it's just i could go sweaty, for some air it's sweaty crotches they're just pelvic thrusting it's it's like an exercise video or whatever they're just pelvic thrusting with rats that's I what could, i want to see i could go for some uh, choreographed air humping. That'd be nice. I just think, I think that's the name of our episode. I think it's going to stink, though. 
I think oh, the absolutely. whole room is going to smell like like a British pub. <laughs> the vinegar, the fish, the beer. The Someone tail. brought a sheep. Gross. <laughs> Fucking gross. Just it's stale, towards the end. Stale you know, the tea. End. Just stale tea. Mm. I don't want that. You know, like like just leftover. Um, anything else? Uh, no, not as far as food goes. Cool, cool, cool. Then um, let's see. So we can either move into another seg or we can hit the new challenger. Which one do you want to go with, sir? Well, what is this? Is this a new seg? Did you come up with something new? No, I wasn't sure if you had anything else. Oh, no, that was the geek stuff and the Crown City cooking stuff. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah. Then um, it's time for new challenger then. Here comes a new challenger. So new challenger every week. Things are tested. Stories are revealed. Dicks Mental are found. Mental fortitude is defined. Dicks are found. <laughs> Dicks and alligators are found. <laughs> I, I did something a little problematic earlier. It was a, a girl that I know was wearing like a Lacoste hat. And I was like, oh, you see, I see you wearing my logo. She's like, <laughs> she like, who the fuck are you? I was like, Jack Lacoste or whatever. I just feel some bullshit name. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. Which it might be when I was sending out to all of the uh, the fans out there that got those nice, lovely stickers from your boy Rob Lay and all them PR gang over here. Uh, I think the next batch I'm going to send out, I'm going to sign as like Jack Lacoste. Like the like, name Jack Lacoste, or you're going to sign yeah. it in the fancy way he does? Oh, okay. Well. No, I f- no, I, that's not. I don't think that's the dude's name. I, I, that's a made up name that just came up with Jack Lacoste. I like it. <laughs> when I start calling myself, I like it. And I, I ran it by recently. I'm someone to get this over. Um, I had uh, a new alias I'm throwing around. Mm. Uh, I don't think I, I, don't, I haven't told you yet. Mm. Wave Matthew, uh, Wave Matthews. It's not bad. Yeah, I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh huh. I'm just gonna be talking like trap music, but to like acoustic trap music. Acoustic trap music. Uh huh. It's like Dave this Matthews sounds... band. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? That's wait. <laughs> it's like Dave Matthews band. But I'm talking like street shit. Uh huh. Yeah. This, this is a very different amalgamation of things, and I definitely would pay attention to it. That's all I know. Well, you got to do the whole little baby, <laughs> baby, whatever that one song is. That's off the second album. It's just like something like baby in a trap. It's just me saying that. It's just in the like trap it. is there. All right. So, new challenger. Uh, first round, give you some words. Um, we have Bear. Um, and that's not the lads. Uh, compliance. Mexico. Mm. American. Okay. And lastly, we have Walla Walla. We got to go Walla Walla. What's happening in Walla Walla? Man arrested. Um, police arrest man uh, wired with fake bomb at Walla Walla Safeway. Uh, Walla Walla, Washington, a man was taken to the hospital and then to jail after the, pol- after the police found him wired with a fake bomb in a Walla Walla sub- Safeway store. Wow. Um, officers were dispatched to the, to the uh, Safeway on Rose Street in Walla Walla. I like saying Walla Walla. Um, I do, too. I wanted to be Waka Waka, you know, Waka Waka, Waka. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, if we get Fozzie Bear elected governor of Walla Walla, he can uh, change the name to Waka Waka. He's just changing in his image. You know, it's just everyone's I a like bear. It. I like doing hack bits. Um, yeah, uh, he, let's see. The, rem- the man said to the police um, should know he had, he is that every Washington state police officer should know who he is and he should not. Oh, apparently this dude's just a fucking threat. 
this hmm. was just like, yeah, I just want to scare people. This is a this is a terrorist, is what yes. this guy is. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, he'll get tried as one, dude. You know, like that's some sheer terroristic shit. I want to know which store it would be, though. Like, I mean, like which store to which brand, weapon you're going to brandish? What's that relationship? Like, if you go to a Weiss, do you just come in there with a knife? Yeah, I'll cut you. Get in line. You know, <laughs> like, is it? the giant and you go there with like AK 47. I don't know mm. what the relationship to weapons, like what's the most low rent one. Like you pull out a fucking pocket knife and shit. And I would say big lots is a switchblade. Yo, I feel like pocket knife is gas station. Any gas station. Yeah. Like a Sam's Sunoco. club would be the AK. Cause an AK is a nice gun. That's like a rocket launcher. Like I think they sell them in there. Like no Walmart. <laughs> Yo, yes. That'd be a machete. Harris teeter. That mm. would be a antique uh, China bone tea stirrer that you stab into somebody's eye because you're is, fancy. This is going to be playfully racist. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Do you know what Limart is? No, Limart. L A Mart. That's the L A Mart. Uh, okay, I, I believe that's the Asian market. Okay. So, what weapon do you go to the Asian market with? Mm. It, it's you can pick one of three one of three only three i'm trying to get creative over here what are your three shuriken nunchucks katana well, i guess that works that's yeah. why i said playfully I mean, racist <laughs> yeah it has to be according it's like you just go there like these are weapons appropriate for this store see i was going to think a mochi filled bomb but actually wow. i think that's japanese well it's an asian market so it can be it, it should, they just have everything in there there you go but see, you know they have those legitimate fucking like ghost pepper bombs and shit in India. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember where I saw it, but I want to get habaneros and stuff them with scallops. That's not there's bad. somewhere I think there's somebody somewhere in California. I was watching guys go grocery games, mm-hmm. or uh, it was an all Guy Fieri day thing, and they uh, they were talking about uh, how habanero stuffed with a scallop and bacon wrapped huh? in bacon. Nice, right? All right. Uh, bear, uh, what is it? Compliance American. Uh, no, hold on. I fucked it up. Mexico American. Um, and that new entrant would be, um, for profit. We got to go bear. All right. Um, so this is from the Daily Mail. Smarter than your average bear, exclamation point. Uh, creature breaks into parked pickup truck and makes off with the picnic basket in Colorado. <laughs> like, uh, like, did he make yeah. off with the whole truck or did he get actual food out of the truck? He takes the picnic basket. I'm not kidding you. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, a pucky awesome. bear stood on two legs to pull the window, uh, to pull the door, um, to pull open the door of a park pickup truck in Colorado. The video of the moment which shows the hungry bear pulling down the cooler to stand on it and then reach in there and grab his lunch, the, the basket. The bear grabs the picnic basket and uh, makes a quick escape into the trees. Footage was filmed in, from a nearby building. Nice. That I like it. Is phenomenal. He's not even a Anim- huge, he's not a huge bear either. He's like a black bear. We got to go to uh, Colorado, home of Hanna-Barbera, apparently, where Hanna-Barbera is real. This fucking, like, dude, I feel like it's a guy in a bear suit, but this is no, this is just a legitimate (laughs) bear. That's even funnier if it was just a dude who's like, I'm going to take this. Cubby. (laughs) I can see both. Like, I can see both. I mean, who leaves that door unlocked? I mean, I'm black. We don't do that. 
Well, it's Colorado. They feel much safer up there for some weird reason. Like they didn't, I mean, come on. This you bear, grow up in Baltimore, you look at people who don't have locked doors and you're like, you're going to get murdered. This bear strolled out with the fuck with the wild, this, this guy's lunch. He just took his lunch and said, look, this is what I'm doing. What is that? Roast beef? Oh, Dijon. I'll take this. And he just walked away like a little dog. You know, he has a fucking thing. It was like, <laughs> like this fucker. So, I'd be mad, but it was so damn adorable. So in context, this is I, to give you the dimensions of how big this thing is. So you know how like traditional like truck tires are? Mm-hmm. He's as high as the tire goes up. So he's still a fairly big bear. He's at least the size of a human. Eh, he's like a small human, though. He's like... He, Maybe 5'3". He, he's like the perfect height if you're a woman. Psych. Five, five, I, there is no perfect height. I've been on Tinder way too much lately. 5'5 five, five is actually... I mean, I'm down with any height. I don't care. This bear standing on his hind legs is about as tall as Rudy. That's still pretty tall. Rudy's not that short. Rudy's like 5'8". So, yeah. I, I don't... It's a tall bear. I mean, if a bear rolls up on you, he's like 5'8". It's like, it was still a bear, though. It's like, <laughs> get this motherfucker away from me. Why can I see Rudy hanging out with a bear and it just be the coolest of times? Like, that bear's just chilling. He don't care. They're just in a tree smoking weed together. It's just like, look, man. Look, man. Just you come home one day and they're both on your couch smoking your weed. Like, like hey, I hope you don't mind. Can you we found this? Like, get out of here. Leave. Wally's picnic baskets Why are you embarrassing me in front of my bear friend, man? Why are all these picnic baskets in my house? <laughs> that's, a, that's a Trump sticker on that basket. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ooh, a political bear. I yeah. like it. He's eating, he's, he's eating those Trump baskets. Just another way to troll the Republicans, man. Just stealing their foods. What, what is it? California's logo is the bear, right? For their flag or what have you. Just like, yeah. so what is it? Like donkey, elephant, like we got to have the bear bear party. It's only on a platform of stealing picnic baskets from fucking other political affiliations. Can that be our our, our whole podium speech? Is there? I, I promise more picnic baskets to you bears or something like that. I promise an empty picnic basket in everyone's den. Hibernation for all. We would get the bear vote. We just got to secure the alligator vote, man. I feel like if we can just secure the alligator vote, we'll get into office. He's got a hiss. <laughs> Here's a dead deer. Here's a ham hock. Take them, please, and please don't murder us. Here's, <laughs> here's a swimming pool. Here's some golf balls. Every now Order and again, you great. get a free chihuahua. Yo. <laughs> you get a free pass on eating one chihuahua per month. That's the deal. Yeah, it's like a, a, a chihuahua in every pot or whatever, because, you know, they're cooking now. Um, Pigeons are unlimited. We have no deal with the birds. Yeah, fuck the birds. The birds are out of here. <laughs> Sorry, Alfred Hitchcock. I don't know. Um, so we got um, compliance. We have Mexico. We have Americans. Uh, we have for profit. And the new entrant here, we would have disease. Let's go for profit. The um, police break up a for-profit party with 250 attendants in Sicklerville. Hmm. This is in Gloucester Township. And the reason this is fucked up is social distancing. Uh. <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah. Um, the pool party here, on, so they had a party, for-profit party. <laughs> it's just spreading the disease. They had a pool party. I this mean, is insane. We're, see, and the, the sad thing is we could get back to normal, but we got too many dumbasses in our country. Doing yeah. stuff like this, going to Sturges. Like, did we dude, really need a bike rally? And so Sturges, they said they only had like 9,000 cases. So, yeah, we could do this. Oh, only 9,000. Oh, well, huh. But they were, the small, they were the lowest rate in the country is what their line was. Still, like, it's just. it's No, no, South Dakota can go. Bad luck. Like all of them. <laughs> what are we, where are we going to get our corn? 
Oh, wait, not, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> there's Nebraska. We there's nothing in there other than Sturgis. And only know what only reason I know what Sturgis is is because of WCW. Hmm. Oh, they used to go there. I never, I don't know. They, they used that. to have a, um, a wrestling event there, Sturgis and shit, like every year. Oh, wait, I remember this. Because apparently Goldberg was a fucking bikehead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. The uh, incident occurred on the same day that 10 police agencies, including New Jersey State Police, broke up an unrelated house party with an estimated 300 people in a different part of New Jersey. People don't Dummies. get. And here's the thing New York and New Jersey were hit pretty fucking hard. And they're just, oh, yeah. yeah, fuck it. Didn't they spike back up? Of course they did. They, they joke about did. Florida being dog shit. Right. This is also dog shit. Next round. Uh, so we got ma- we got compliance. We hmm. got Mexico, American uh, disease and <laughs> mask. Let's go mask. <laughs> this is great. Um, Israeli jeweler makes one point five million dollar gold coronavirus mask. Ooh, shit is fire. How many did Diddy already order? Because I can only see like someone like Diddy wearing something like this. Something this, this looks lavish. like Jacob the Jeweler, though, which might be a little racist. <laughs> it's, it's not racist. Jacob the Jeweler is a well-known guy. Yeah, but he I'd looks like a compliment. Him. Yeah, that's a compliment. You, you look like a famous person. That's not a that's not a rude thing to say. Um, this is well, in, wait. How ugly is is Jacob the Jeweler? I don't remember what he looks like. He looks like where this story is located. He looks like he would be from there. That's not what I mean. <laughs> no, no, this is that's what I'm saying. This is that's the only way that these two dudes look the same to me. Kind of this okay. black face, slick back hair, you know, kind of a sheen to a skin. This is in Matzah, Israel. An Israeli jewelry jewelry company um, is working on what will be the world's most expensive coronavirus coronavirus mask. A gold diamond encrusted face covering with a price tag of 1.5 million. The 18 karat white gold mask will be decorated with. 3,600 white and black diamonds and fitted with a top-rated N99 filter at the request of the buyer, uh, said designer Isaac Levy. Inside of the filter is a canary diamond that filters out all the poor air. Right. Just all of you (laughs) paws, get this out of (laughs) (laughs) The glitz of masks will lend some pizzazz to protective gear um, now mandatory in public spaces in many countries, but at 270 grams over a half pound, nearly 100 times the typical uh, surgical mask is not likely to be practical. Hmm. No, heavy at all. Like, I mean... Do they at least guarantee it'll keep you safe from the virus aside from looking good, you know? The mask that they said, the 99 thing that you can put in uh, there, okay. that's a surgery um, standard mask or what have you. Okay. So that's like, we do the 95. The 99 is like the good one. That's I the one with like, the filter. I feel like uh, New York Fashion Week this coming year will feature some sort of very uh, fashiony face mask stuff. Let me get any money. I mean, there's a market out there. People need to look fabulous. I'm going to wear a regular mask and wear this is my my gang chain and what have you. I'm like, well, I survived the COVID wars of 2020. <laughs> the COVID wars. I was there, Junior. I've seen it. Right. Uh, we have <laughs> we have compliance, Mexico, mm. American uh, disease, and smuggling. Let's go disease. And this is a penultimate, by the way. Okay. Furious police break up COVID beach party designed to spread the virus. 
Police officers had to break up a party with over 60 people who were camping on a well-known nudist beach. So also dicks are out um, as a part of an alleged an alleged deliberate attempt to spread covid. That's disgusting. It, it It was planned via social media to do this. Idiots. Spanish police um, officers intercepted a brazen, quote, COVID party, uh, coronavirus party, where people deliberately aimed to spit the virus on uh, 10 Rife Beach. Officials on, uh, hol- on the Holiday Island said more than 60 people were camping on the beach in an attempt to breach the COVID guidelines. Spain, Spain got hit pretty hard, too. Yeah. Um, civil Guard officers and local police um, employed by Oratova Town Hall stopped the bizarre gathering around 8.30 a.m. on Saturday morning at Las, Poches, at, at Las Patos Beach. The beach traditionally is well-known nudist beach is officially closed at the moment because of the risk of landslides. So also, you motherfuckers should die. Uh, they found 62 people there just immediately when you said the the headline i was like man these idiot ass anti-masking motherfucking americans like i'm like you know like i feel like this is some dumb shit that should have happened like in florida yeah Or, or like any town that has a beach really these fuckers are terrible dude it's stupid it's i don't understand the human race anymore okay anymore no at all Okay, final round. Uh, we have compliance, Mexico, American smuggling, and Florida. I mean, we've got to go with the one and only Florida. Okay. <laughs> we got. I mean, we have to. We have to. It's like Beetlejuice. We said his name too many times. Florida woman finds Python in her washing machine. A Not surprised. Fl- a Florida woman <laughs> is still rattled. Yes. After uh, finding a python <laughs> in her washing machine, that sounds sexy too. I found a python in my washing machine. Ooh, you got lucky, Beth. You just spinning it, <laughs> uh huh. Spin cycle, baby. I mean, that sounds like a natural occurring thing in F- Florida. You know, like snakes in the pipes. Also, sounds sexy. Uh, Emily <laughs> Vesnick of West Palm Beach, Florida, is about to uh, to load her washer. This is going to sound sexier. And when she saw snake skin. WPEC reported she figured it was snakeskin clothing. Who washes snakeskin clothing? Right. Uh, Everybody that owns, well, nobody that owns snakeskin because they know not to wash it. Here's, no, maybe it's so much snakeskin in Florida that everyone washes it and we just don't know. <laughs> it's um, a new type of polymer that allows you to wash your snakeskin. Now, here's the other part of it. She says she felt something slither and then ran out of her apartment. Maintenance men removed the snake, but she doesn't know how, what they did with it. Probably yes. released it right back into the fucking Everglade right next to her apartment. They cooked it. Um, <laughs> Vesnick mm. said she was still on edge days later. Animal control mm. suspects the snake was a pet and escaped. So uh. somebody's pet and got into the... Mm. Fucking Florida with their exotic animal shit, man. They got to get it together. So apparently the snake was traveling through people's vents. So another Not neighbor cool. said it heard it for days. Like... Not cool. We got rid of your rats. We got rid of the fucking like uh, cloud bread wall rats. It could also get rid of your pet. Well, fuck it pet. could also get rid of you if you're asleep and it just decides, oh, look, I'm going to squeeze them. It's not a boa constrictor. It's a python. You know, are pythons still dangerous, though? Like, aren't they? They're not kind not a, snakes. It's, it's not a big dick. No, are any snakes kind? It's not a big dick, though. <laughs> Garden snakes are. They're very appreciative of people sometimes. That's pasta. <laughs> they're spaghetti but snakes. But they're cute. Garden snakes. I like garden snakes. They're okay. I feel like that's a slur and I don't realize it. Spaghetti snakes. Spaghetti snakes. 
that sounds problematic, doesn't it? It sounds like you're trying to come up with new racist slurs for Italian people. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't know. No, don't do that. We don't need the Italians against us. Well, uh, well, well, I do not endorse this. <laughs> uh, uh, so here's the, uh, the, the things that um, we didn't cover. So um, compliance. Massachusetts COVID-19 hotline flooded with crank calls. People are assholes. New York so did it first. Stupid. Massachusetts set up a hotline to enforce co- um, coronavirus safety guidelines, but instead received profanity, fake reports, and porn. <laughs> via, via Wait, how are they able to receive porn? Um, they have a website as well, but you can also uh, just play the audio porn. Just call it in. Put it in man, people are fucking douchebags, man. Um, as, in a matter of hours, a picture of a penis and the account dubbed Good German Missives uh, slamming the hotline with uh, a rat line complaints about unmasked dogs. <laughs> Did people, anyone try to order a pizza? Dude, it was, it was a, uh, they said the messages, like, like out of the messages, it was maybe a couple dozen mm-hmm. out of the 900 reports that they got. Mm. So, you know, some people flipping a bird. It was a few dick pics that were thrown in there. Of course. So it's a website and it's a, it's a line, a phone line hmm. as well. Um, so we have um, Americans. Americans are still paying for sex in Mexico despite the pandemic. People are still going to Mexico to fuck donkeys or whatever they're fucking. I mean, I'd like, I'd like, I, at this point, I probably would pay for some, but why would you? Why would you? Your you're, hand is free. You're going to go to Tijuana? Free. I can't, can't do it. Can yeah, I'm not going to Tijuana. I'm just staying at home with old Rosie Palms. Wow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just knocking holes in the walls. Ooh. Yeah. That's a little too rough for me. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a passionate man. Um, Who loves stucco, apparently. I do. I like that. Like, you know, people are talking about wet ass pussy. What about just dry ass dick? No, we don't need that song. Dry ass dick. That's dad. Yo. No, no. Let's make that a thing. I'm not for dad. this. You just want nope. this dad. Hey, you just want this dad. Hey, ah, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is interesting, and we're not going to go too deep into this one, but it's interesting. Performative masculinity is making American men sick. And by mm-hmm. performative masculinity, I'm not going to wear a mask because I'm a real man. Uh huh. I'm going to go to the gym because I'm a real man. <laughs> It's for show. You know who the only real men are going to be left? The ones that the are ones alive. That are, right, the ones that are alive. Yeah, those are the real men because uh-huh. they're alive. And you're dead, you stupid. <laughs> People are stupid. It, and it's, it's performative, dude. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to do this for the camera and shit. Like, it's fucking stupid. Going like, to get on the news. It's going to be awesome. And it even extends outside of like COVID and shit where... Um, so let me, let me just give you this stat. A survey found that 34% of men compared to 54% of women responded that they always wore masks outside of their home and that 20% of men said they never wore masks outside of their home compared to only 8% of women. This masculinity shit, this, mm, it's just like, be smart. Like, so this masculinity shit is just, you're dumb is what it is. It's the whole, it's like the whole thing. It's like, what are you, a fag? Uh, i'm not a fag i'm not wearing no masks like get the fuck over it man like that's so stupid yeah people are dumb (laughs) (laughs) the 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 hip the 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 way that this starts off is really funny fellas is it gay to not die of a virus and it turns your lungs into soggy shells of your former selves 
Mm. It's, it's just like playing on that bullshit. It's so gay to wear a mask. It's like, is it? No. Is any of it gay? What is gay? It's like, what are you saying? You're I like just masks. stupid. I I I have color coordinated masks. I, I'm not going to do what that dude does. You know when you mm. go there to like, what is it like? Uh, Burlington Co. Factory, and they have like the tie with the fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be doing You're that gonna with the look mask. Good. Uh huh. This is like I got my mask that matched with my tie, that matched with my pocket square, and my cumberbund. I mean, power suit demands a power mask, man. Fuck that. I want to dress like a foot soldier from the yep. fucking like Foot Clan, and also Sub Zero. Yes. I like to scare white people. I have my mask on at all times when I'm outside now, and they look at me like I'm going to murder them. And mm-hmm. I don't abate that feeling. I was like, eh, well, I just reached into my like waistband like I'm going to pull out a gun. Eh, well. No, you definitely don't do that. Don't do that. It's in Patterson Park. He ain't one murderer over there. Uh, lastly. Oh, oh, wow. That's a phrase I never thought I'd hear in my life, seeing as how I grew up in that fucking that that neighborhood. I mean, of course, you can say that now because they basically gentrified the whole thing. But I hand to God, my grand my grandmother just uh rose her hands in praise of you. You're getting Graham's special meatballs for dinner tonight because uh, she would have loved you for saying that. Like, honest to God, dude, 15 years ago, you could not say that about Patterson Park. 20 years ago, you couldn't say that about Patterson Park. So this is the one, and uh, this is the one that, it came on late, but you had a chance to pick it. This is the smuggling Mm. one. Mm. Drug smuggling cat escapes from Sri Lankan prison. Oh, what? Ha- oh, wait, what? Oh, what are they doing to this poor cat? They better not be shoving things up its butt. Um, a cat uh, was caught in a, at a jail in Sri Lanka with drugs and a SIM card attached to its neck. The feline smuggler <laughs> managed to evade authorities and hasn't been back since. So he just jumped them with the wild <laughs> drugs on them and shit. Man, train, train drug cats. I like it. <sighs> I, That's interesting. That is kind of cute, though. She, is there a picture of the cat? There is not. Um, oh, I, I it, wish someone because it didn't found. catch it. It just it jumped him. It was just like, yeah, I'm out of here with this coke. Boom! <laughs> just <laughs> the, the cat was just like, young nigga, move that dope. Got to move that dope. Got to move it. Just <laughs> 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 like, wow. <laughs> it was. You Keanu. just hear Rick. You, hit was, Rick, you uh, hear Rick Ross in the background. It's like, fuck me. You know, I got it. Yeah. Right. Well, Fucking! It's just like the gritty reboot of Keanu, and <laughs> I like oh Keanu too. Electric Boogaloo. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah, it smells like cat in here. Nah, that's cocaine. Yeah. He's just got like the gold chain on and shit, and like, <laughs> and so like he's what is it like a calico? Like I feel like that's the type of cat he is, but he's yeah. wearing like a like shiny leopard print like jacket like shirt. I like, like it. He has to have the full drug dealer aesthetic. I like it. And he has like a Spanish accent, even though it's Sri Lanka. Of course. It's cocaine, man. You don't want to step on, man. It's pure, pure. It's cocaine. Yeah. So it's cocaine. That's all I got, man. Um, social media and all of that good stuff. I punched the mic. Uh, well, you can find me or the grabs at the Twitch and the tweets. And uh, yeah, that's about it. At Kid Get Nice. And as always, at Crown City Cook on the grams. Rob, where can they find you? You find me at Lordly MTR on the tweets and on the gram. And also MTR Podcasts on the tweets, the gram, and the Facebook. Look for us on um, all your favorite podcast platforms. We're out there. Subscribe, download, listen, share, all of that good stuff. And uh, yeah, for Dandy, I'm Rob Lee saying, Young nigga, move that dope. Gotta move that dope. Gotta move that dope. Young kitten, you gotta move that dope. Well, so that's the edited version of it. Watch this out. <laughs>